Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane, back to bring some more ghostly tales to shiver your spine. Good evening and happy hauntings, and welcome back to another episode of some scary stories. Before I start with the stories, as usual, as always, I want to invite you to my website, myhaunteddolls.com, where you can shop in the store for the books I've written and get your autographed copy today. There are spooky stories and supernatural novels and other types of books out there as well. So please go out there and visit and shop and show your support. Also, you can follow the links to the link to my Redbubble store where you can buy different types of merchandise, t-shirts, clothing, apparel, office accessories, home accessories, pet accessories, just all kinds of things out there that you can choose from with my designs and the myhaunteddolls.com logo and the, the logo for this show as well. So please go out there and check that out. Also go to my YouTube channel, My Haunted Dolls, and be sure to subscribe and watch the videos out there of my haunted items and some of the evidence I've collected over the years. I like to post out there at least weekly, so be sure to check that out as well. And as always, I appreciate your support and any purchases you make are definitely appreciated and supportive. And now let's get on to our episode here. I've got kind of getting back in that mode of the travel stories, but this time I have a a couple of snippets of different types of encounters with what most might call cryptids on the road. You know what a cryptid is, like Bigfoot or Dogman, things like that. And here are some variations on those stories as seen on the highways of the world. Collected into one little story that is called, What Was It? Imagine this. You are driving along a deserted and lonely highway one night. Suddenly, your headlights pick up something along the side of the road. At first, you can't make out what it is, but as you draw closer, you are able to get a better look at it. To your horror, you realize that the thing at the side of the road is like nothing you have ever seen before. Whatever it is, It is something that should not be on this road, or any road ever. Without warning, the thing rushes out into the road in front of you, and you get a good look at it in the full glare of your headlights. But you wish you hadn't. 
People from all over the world have been reporting experiences like this for many years. What are they seeing, or think they are seeing? Lots of different things. For instance, take the experience reported by a 21-year-old Margaret Johnson. On a spring night in 1966, she and her boyfriend were driving down a lonely road near the town of Drogheda in Ireland. Suddenly, John was forced to brake hard as a horse loomed up before them. Margaret was thrown back against the seat. When she looked out the window, she saw this monster or ghost or whatever it was. She could tell by John's face that he saw it too. Margaret screamed, or at least she thought she did, for both of them were so frightened that they were paralyzed. The thing had a horse's body, but it was the face, leering and hairy and huge, which shocked them to their core. The animal stretched right across the road and completely blocked the car. It stayed for nearly two minutes. Both were petrified in the car. And then the thing just vanished. John quickly swung the car around and drove to his home, or to Margaret's home, about a mile away. They were so frightened that they drove through the gate and knocked it off the hinges. Or take the experience reported in a 1967 letter to the editor of the Wynonna Times in Mississippi. It came from a Georgia man who signed himself only as J.H. According to J., he and his brother were driving their pickup truck to Marietta, Georgia on November 7, 1966. At about 1.30 in the morning, they were on the highway between the towns of Eupora and Winona, Mississippi. The headlights of the pickup illuminated a figure running along the side of the road. It was about seven feet tall and covered with hair. Jay's first thought was that the thing was a bear. But bears don't run on two legs. Not for very long, anyway. The creature was holding up one arm like it was waving goodbye or giving a stop signal. The face of the creature was like a person gone wild or crazy. It looked both human and animal. Jay and his brother agreed that the thing, whatever it was, appeared to be scared. Perhaps it was even signaling for help. But the men in the truck were also very scared, and they drove off as fast as they could, without bothering to investigate further. 
Jay went on to say that he had once been a prospector in the mountains of North California. There he had heard many stories of the legendary monster called Bigfoot. He had always laughed at such stories, but since the thing he saw on the road looked a lot like the descriptions of Bigfoot, he was not laughing anymore. In fact, many people, particularly in America, claim that they have seen a Bigfoot-like creature along the side of a deserted road. Sometimes the creature seems very solid and real. On April 28, 1975, at 3 o'clock in the morning, Peter Herrick was driving to his home in Pennsylvania. Suddenly, a hairy giant loomed up in front of his car. Peter could not avoid the thing and struck it with his left front fender. It screamed and ran away, clutching at its side. At later inspection, Peter saw that there was a dent in the fender of his car with what appeared to be a bit of fur sticking to it. Police searched the area where the encounter was supposed to have taken place, but they could find nothing. Others have reported actually hitting the creature head-on, but instead of the car-crunching impact they had expected, they instead passed right through it, as if it were some sort of ghost or phantom. A few brave souls said that they could actually get out of their cars after such an encounter, fully expecting to find a dead or mortally wounded monster knocked off to the side of the road, but instead they found nothing. Similar tales have been told about encounters with a variety of other fantastical creatures along the roadside. In Britain, drivers have reported seeing a variety of phantom dogs for many years. Usually these dogs are huge and black with glowing red eyes. More than anything, they resemble the Hound of the Baskervilles of that famous classic Sherlock Holmes tale. The dog will either be standing along the side of the road staring at the driver or it will suddenly and apparently suicidally leap in front of the car. Of course there is no impact and no dog is ever found. In Britain, it is considered very bad luck to see one of these phantom black dogs. According to some legends, people who see one are are fated to die within the year. Mountain lions, or pumas, have occasionally been reported prowling the roadsides of the American Midwest where there very definitely should be no mountain lions. One thoroughly startled driver said that 
one of these creatures actually jumped on the hood of his car. Whenever the police are called, no trace of a mountain lion can be found. The same sort of stories have also been told about kangaroos. Now, you may not think a kangaroo is a very frightening animal, and in truth it is not. But if you happen to be driving along a road in Indiana one night, and suddenly a giant kangaroo hops right out into the middle of the road, you are certainly going to be surprised. Greg Brothers was when that happened to him in 1974. One of the most extraordinary events or a roadside encounter like this began on the night of November 14, 1966. Two young couples from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, were driving through an abandoned ammunition dump known locally as the TNT area. It was located approximately seven miles outside of the town of Point Pleasant. As they passed the empty powder plant, they saw something shaped like a man, but bigger, standing alongside the road. The thing seemed to have large wings folded against its back and bright, almost luminous red eyes. The driver of the car slowed down and the four stared at it for about a minute, but it didn't appear to have any interest in them. The thing then turned away from the road and walked with a strange shuffling gait back toward the door of the powder plant. This strange sight filled the occupants of the car with a sense of uneasiness, almost dread, and they didn't feel like hanging around to see what would happen. The driver stepped on the gas and sped away down Route 62. Imagine their surprise and terror when they looked up in the sky and found that the winged thing was following them. It was flying overhead and seemed to be pacing the car, though the driver swears that he was doing at least 100 miles per hour after he spotted it. The thing made a squeaking noise like a mouse, and at the city limits the flying creature veered off and disappeared. That was the first encounter with a creature that was finally dubbed Mothman. The creature didn't really look like a moth, but a popular TV series based on the Batman comics was running on television at the time, and so the name stuck. Somehow or other, Mothman became identified with UFOs. There's a persistent human desire to link one mystery with another, but there was no real UFO connection. Mothman fits much more comfortably into the catalog of roadside horrors. For most of the Mothman encounters took place while the victim was driving along some deserted West Virginia road.
The creature was almost always described as being between six and seven feet tall and gray in color. It was standing at the side of the road. At the approach of the car, it would unfold its wings and rise straight into the air like a helicopter, according to one witness. Sometimes it even flew away, but on other occasions, like the one described by an 18-year-old Connie Carpenter, it made straight for the car. It flew directly at the windshield, and she thought there was going to be a collision, but Mothman veered off at the last second. Those eyes, she said later, that they were very red and Once they were fixed on me, I could not take my own eyes off of them. It's a wonder I didn't have a wreck. Most people could only remember the eyes of this thing. Connie Carpenter got a closer look at the creature's face, though. But her description isn't too helpful. It was horrible, she said like something out of a science fiction movie. The Mothman excitement in the Point Pleasant area lasted for a little over a year. Finally, people stopped seeing it, or at least they stopped reporting it. Mothman joined that long list of unknown things that we sometimes see, or think we see, while driving along deserted roads at night. So next time you are on one of those deserted roads at night, keep your eyes open and you may see something very strange. But it might be wise not to look too closely. It may be something that you really don't want to see. Those are some really creepy cryptid encounters on roadsides around America and parts of the world. Of course, Mothman, most people also remember that uh, Point Pleasant Bridge incident where the bridge collapsed and many believe Mothman was warning them ahead of time of that disaster or that maybe he perhaps was part of that disaster. Those legends carry on even today now of the Mothman and The sightings have started up sporadically throughout the years, so Mothman seems to have never really left us. And now, speaking of roadside horrors, we come to another story, and I hope I pronounced the name of this road correctly. The title of the story is The Anan Road Horrors. A lot of people in different parts of the world have reported strange and terrifying experiences while driving along deserted roads at night. But none of the accounts on record is quite as terrifying, quite as bizarre and complete 
as the story told by two brothers, Derek and Norman Ferguson, who were aged 22 and 14 at the time of their encounter with the unknown. The brothers had been taking a brief driving vacation in their native Scotland in April 1962. They were returning late one evening to their home in the town of Annan and had stopped for gas in the small town of Dumfries shortly before midnight. Anon lay about 15 miles down the road. As the boys headed down the moonlit road, it appeared to be quite deserted, not at all unusual at that hour of the night. They had gone about a mile out of Dumfries when, quite suddenly, something, something like a large white bird, flew directly at the windshield. Derek, who was doing the driving, swerved to avoid hitting the thing, but there was no impact. Whatever it was seemed to just disappear before it reached the car, and that was just the beginning. The next experience was far more alarming. It looked like an old woman rushing madly down the middle of the road. She seemed to be screaming and waving her arms wildly. Once again, a collision seemed inevitable, but this figure, too, disappeared just before hitting the car. After that, things really got bad. There was a stream of wildly unearthly figures on the road. Gigantic cats huge black dogs with glowing eyes, vulture-like birds, and some human or roughly human shapes. All of these apparitions loomed up at the side of the road and seemed to hurdle themselves at the car, and all disappeared just before the moment of impact. Even though it was now obvious that the forms were not solid, they looked solid enough, and Derek zigzagged and swerved, trying to avoid them. The Ferguson boys were assailed by more than just apparitions. The interior of the car suddenly became very cold, though the brothers were drenched with sweat from their ordeal the most terrifying manifestation was the feeling that something was trying to force the car off the road and into an accident. When recalling the ordeal, Derek reported that his hands seemed to become very heavy and it was as if some force were trying to gain control of the steering wheel. Control of the car became increasingly difficult and they seemed to be suffocating. He opened the window to get some fresh air, but it was bitterly cold outside, and he just hung onto the wheel as screaming, high-pitched laughter and cackling noises seemed to mark their predicament. He was absolutely certain that an attempt was being made to force them off the road, and he was equally certain that a fatal accident would result. 
Finally, Derek was forced to give in and stop the car, and immediately the brothers were hit by a powerful force that rocked the vehicle violently from side to side. The terrified brothers opened the car doors and jumped out. It was as if, as if they had entered another, far more peaceful world. Outside of the car, all seemed tranquil. But they knew they could not stand by the side of the road forever, so they got back in the car. Once inside, the violent shaking and rocking began all over again. Once again, there was the sound of horrible, ghostly laughter and noises that sounded like dozens of fists were pounding on the outside of the car. Derek decided the only thing that he could do was to continue to drive on to Anon slowly and carefully, no matter what seemed to be going on around them. And so the car inched painfully down a highway that appeared to be filled with terrifying supernatural figures that loomed up suddenly on all sides and threw themselves in front of the vehicle. Finally, the Fergusons noticed a pair of glowing red lights ahead, and on closer inspection, they saw that they were the taillights of a large truck. There was, that was an enormous relief, for the truck was the first normal-looking object they had seen for some time. It was an indication that other human beings were also on the road to Anon, but relief quickly turned to fear when Derek realized that he was approaching the truck much too quickly and had completely lost control of the car. He was unable to stop, slow, or swerve out of the way. A crash seemed unavoidable, but as had happened before, the truck vanished just before the crash. It was not a real truck after all, but another of the phantoms on the road that night. That was the last of the apparitions. The Ferguson boys reached Anon exhausted but safe. The entire experience had taken about a half an hour, though at the time both felt that they had been trapped on the road for hours. Derek remained convinced that if he had driven off the road or had stopped for any length of time, he and his brother probably would not have survived the experience. He wasn't sure what would have happened to them. It was just a feeling that it would have been horrible. Later, Derek Ferguson was told that hundreds of years ago, Witchcraft had been commonly practiced in the area through which they had driven. Others said that a phantom truck like the one that he and his brother had encountered had occasionally been reported by other drivers. But no one else had ever been subjected to the full range of a non-road horrors as they. Why had they been singled out? Derek hadn't a clue, 
but in the future he avoided that road at all costs, particularly at night. There's another road to be mentioned in the British Isles haunted by a strange phenomenon. It's locally known as the Hairy Hands. On a particular stretch of road across the Devon Moors, drivers have reported that something seems to grab hold of the wheel of their car and try to turn it off the road. A number of minor accidents have resulted. Some who have had this experience describe it simply as a force that tries to turn the wheel. Others insist that they have seen a pair of ghostly, hairy hands, just hands, trying to grab the wheel. That's where this name, Hairy Hands, came from, and it has stuck since. Stories like that have been around for a long time. Long before the age of the automobile, drivers of carriages and carts said that the hairy hands tried to turn their horses into a ditch while they were on that particular stretch of road. There is at least one death attributed to the hairy hands. A lone motorcyclist was coming down the road and several people who watched him said that he was riding along normally and then suddenly he began to act strangely. He looked as if he were fighting something invisible for the control of his motorcycle. The result was that the motorcycle went out of control and ran at full speed into a tree. The rider was killed instantly, a victim of the hairy hands, according to the locals. After the accident, the hairy hands became quite well known throughout Britain. A small army of engineers and other experts examined the stretch of road to try and determine if there was anything in the construction that would cause the vehicles to go out of control. They could find nothing. Nothing normal, that is. And so that mystery remains. Hairy hands. It sounds like another boogeyman story to me when I hear something like that. So, I hope you have enjoyed this collection of the roadside horrors and apparitions. Really creepy, spine-tingling stuff here in these stories. And I'll be back soon in a couple of weeks to share some more, hopefully equally, spine-tingling stories. Chilling apparitions, ghosts, and monsters. So until then, if you're driving along the road at night, especially a back road, keep a watch out. Stay on the road. Don't let anything cause you to lose control. Don't stop for any strange figures or noises. But by all means, have a happy haunting. (laughs) 